The following podcast contains strong language and adult themes and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. And we're back. Hello out there, uh, loyal citizens of the Victor Lands. For those of you just joining us, today's edition of Deer on a Spear has been uh, a full throttle entertainment from start to finish. Craven is currently working his way through Radiation Woods, even as he is attacked on all sides by the Ghost Riders. His Bowie knife is gripped in hand. Craven slashes at a horse's leg. The horse topples, spilling the Ghost Rider. Craven stabs at the Ghost Rider, stabs him in the torso. Once, twice, oh, and mercy, Craven wets his blade to the hilt. Craven pulls back a tree branch. It swings, it knocks another Ghost Rider from his saddle. Every inch of Craven's body besides the whites of his eyes is painted red with blood. Now he has lost the trail of washed-up Peter Quill because there is no trail, folks. The terrorist used his booster boots to unfair advantage blasting above the tree line. Uh, unfortunately, folks, we, we, seem to, uh, we seem to be experiencing some interference. Um, it's, it's, it's possible that the radiation near the Chamberlain reactor is just, it's just too severe for a calm system. Or, uh, but here's the good news. Quill has uh, doomed himself. That's right, this Entry C1451Z2N. Location, the Black Hills, Annie Creek Falls, home of the Armory, the secret base of the Second Dawn Insurgency, five miles southwest of Doomwood. Context. After capturing a drone, Joanna Forge and I disassembled its frame and located its receiver and transmitter. From there, I was able to decrypt and pirate its transmission network. She's in. Skinbot's taken over the feed. Cora? Cora? Yes, Emma Frost? Tell us what you know. I'm still... I'm still collating. But all network signals have been silenced. Forge, you should head into Doomwood. When people realize what's happening, they'll take to the streets again. What do you want me to do? Everyone's got a lot of pent-up anger. Let's put it to good use. Lead them up the hill. To Doom's compound. Indeed. And once we kick down that door, you got any requests? There's nothing more cleansing than a well-stoked, roaring fire. Burn it to the ground. Entertainment and Sirius XM present Marvel's Wastelanders Old Man Star-Lord Chapter 10 Dawn and Doom Location The Chamberlain Reactor West of Doomwood Context As the drones hovered overhead a weak and dying rocket stood guard outside while Quill investigated the exposed core of the reactor hunting for the Black Vortex What? I found it. Well, I found the black vortex. It's in the reactor. Come on, let me help you out. No, no, no. Why? What? What are you doing? Change your plans. You're coming inside. In the reactor? You can't take me into the reactor. Sure, I can. Uh, uh. Let's go. Uh, uh. No, I've got a, 
I mean, I, I have, I've got to... what? Come on, rock. Uh, I can't think. The radiation, my brain feels like it's soaked in battery acid. I've got to, I've got to guard against Craven. i got to guard against Craven. I, I... Hear that? He's coming. He's here. That's why we have to hurry. Let's go. No, 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 no. That's why I have to stay to fight. You're <coughs> going to submit to the Black Vortex. Me? What yeah. the fuck are you talking about, me? I don't submit to it. You flood your uh, veins with power. No. Stop. No, come that's on. you. Right that's there. your plan. That's not mine. Well, I said no, come on already. No, it's not happening. Just do it. Why won't you do it? Well, I'll tell you why. First of all, it's a cheat, a shortcut, a cosmic crutch, and I don't need it. And neither do you. Just come <coughs> on. Craven's coming. Seriously, man. Powers don't make you a hero. Or a villain. Any more than a cape or a stupid code name does. You gotta make your own greatness. <coughs> Rock! Rock, come on, please. You're dying. It'll save you. Maybe, maybe not. And even if so, what's the cost? Not one I'm willing to pay. I'm not submitting to anything or anybody. I live on my terms, and I die on my terms. That can be arranged. Give me the flarkin guns. Give me the flarkin guns now. Give me the guns. Give me the guns. Even with a head start, even with a small army between us, even with every advantage, I have beaten you. Rock! Okay, okay, guns. okay. You get one, I get the other. Boom, boom. Are you ready for the end? No, no, hang on. Just, just give me a sec. One sec. Not quite yet. What? What does it mean, one sec, Matilda? Just give me a sec. Just give me a sec, please. Hold on. Well, I mean, hold on. Just, just take some... I gotta get the... Ugh, no. Not the Walkman. No, come on, guys. Listen. Just hold your horses. Uh, that thing doesn't fire bullets, Quill. It'll take me to my happy place. Hang on. I would really on. like to get the killing over with if it's all the same to you. Oh. Yeah, let's do it. Wait, 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 wait. This is your fight song? Yeah, what? Uh, the Beach Boys? Enough nonsense! It's time to die! Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Come on! Hello? Can you hear me? My name is Cora. I am a Rigelian recorder, and this will be the final edition of Deer on a Spear. Yay! Fun! Brandon Best is officially out of a job, and the person who will be taking his place is Doomwood's own Emma Frost. Please welcome her. Hello there, darlings. I'm sure you're all curious what's happening between Quill and Graven, and I'm here to fill you in. But before we cut to our coverage of the showdown at the Chamberlain Reactor, you should know that something is hidden there. Something many people want, including Lord Doom. It's called the Black Vortex. It's a cosmic relic. One that bestows great power upon anyone who submits to it. And that is the true objective of today's hunt. A treasure hunt. Because Craven wants the same thing that Quill wants, which is the same thing we all want. 
to end Lord Doom. It's hard to imagine being worse off than we are now. But if Craven were to acquire the Black Vortex, we'll all be living in his hunting preserve as prey. In the ruins of the Chamberlain Reactor, Quill and Rocket are doing their best to stop Craven and survive him. The Guardians are trying to keep whatever they can between them and Craven. Heaps of concrete, rusted out trucks. Run! Oh, I can't. Get up, get up, get up. I'm done running. I'm done. No, I have you. No, I'm the one who's got you. Stay down, Rock. No, you stay down. You're in my way. I got this. He's still coming. How is he still coming? Craven is bleeding from the mouth, the thigh, the shoulder. But he still manages to stagger forward and raise his Bowie knife. Quill, he's going to throw it. He's going to throw the knife. Just stay behind me. Are you hearing me? Rock, quit pulling at me. Stay down. He's throwing it. Rock! Rocket, he took the hit in the chest for his friend. Rock! Rocket lies still. Everything is still, except for Quill. He raises his revolver. He aims at Craven once more. You mother! (gasps) Craven has fallen. Why'd you do that, Rock? Why'd you do that? He thinks he's a big man. Let him come after me. Let him have a taste. Look, can we get it out? The knife? Can I? Can I? It, it should. Should I try and get it out? Mm-hmm. It's, it's too late. That's too deep. No, rocket. No, man. I can't do this without you. Ah, shut up. Yes, you can. You live and breathe stupid optimism. It's taken us this far. It'll take you the rest of the way. No. Now listen to me. You're gonna do me a favor. You're gonna save the fucking world. Would you, would you do that for me, please? Star Lord. Oh. Rock. Rock. Oh, buddy. Don't be gone. Don't be gone. He's dead. Like all the others. And I, once again, am still here. He was my best friend. He was my brother. Before you join your friend, let me ask you something, Peter. Who is your god? What the hell is wrong with you? Everyone has a god. And everyone in the Wastelands had a god up until today. His name was Victor Von Doom. This time, it's you who better run. You punch like a little boy, Starshine. God is the one you fear the most. What do you God is the apex predator. 
Quill has activated his booster boots. They're flying toward the reactor, into the ruins of the structure. He's holding Craven out in front of him, using him like a battering ram. Craven swings Quill around and smashes him into a concrete wall. Craven doesn't give Quill the chance to recover, beating him raw, hurling him aside. The wall of the containment structure, it's split wide open. The core of the reactor is throbbing inside it. It's, oh, it's difficult to look at, like staring into the sun. It's beautiful, isn't it? And only a few paces away is the black vortex. It's smaller than I imagined. For something so powerful, the reactor's core dwarfs it. When I walk through the other side of that frame, you will know God. And his name is Craven. Quill remains on the ground, but he's yanked off one of his booster boots. He holds it in his hands. If you're a god, then I'm a god killer. He's fired off the booster boot. A craven. It struck him in the chest. He's knocked back. He's carried through the air, past the black vortex, narrowly missing it. Flying toward the reactor's core. He's lost to the light. He's gone. Ha <laughs> ha! Ah! How's it feel? You bastard. How's it feel to lose? Craven's body. He's falling forward. He's taking the final steps through the black vortex. He's done it. I'm a god! Craven? Craven? What's happening, man? That, um... That whole cracks of light burning through your skin thing? Doesn't look too good. I know. Like, submission isn't really in your nature, but did you not submit to the Black Vortex? Because that's kind of the fine print of the cosmic contract. The Black Vortex cannot be controlled any more than hope can be conquered. Craven is gone. The mask is gone. And there's nothing left but a lost little child. Goodbye, Sergei. Location, Chamberlain Reactor. Context. After Craven's death, Quill stood for a long time in front of the Black Vortex. Then he shook his head and turned away and left the reactor and kneeled beside the body of his friend, 
rocket. It was then that a noise sounded from above, a noise that shook the Black Hills, a noise that seemed to signal imminent doom. No, 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 uh, you're, you're not getting through me either. Quill picked up Rocket's fallen revolver and waved it around wildly. Coming for me, Doom? You better be armored up because I got a pocket full of bullets. Then a shadow fell over him, and for a moment it might have seemed that Lord Doom's hillside had risen up to crush the rebellion underway. But instead it was a ship. A ship that looked like a haunted castle. The very ship that kicked off Quill's whole story. The ship that belonged to the Collector. with surveillance trackers. I learned my lesson with the Slaughter Lords. I wasn't about to send you simpletons off without an insurance policy. A good thing, too, is you've proven entirely untrustworthy. You want the Black Vortex? It's all yours. Yes, Mr. Delicious. At long last. At long last, indeed. I don't know if you've noticed the molten bits of flesh and bone everywhere. But I'd advise you to keep your distance from that thing. Oh, do you think I'm going to try to submit to it? What kind of a power-hungry narcissist do you take me for? What do you want it for? I want it for the same reason I seek out everything in my collection. To keep weapons of mass destruction out of the wrong hands. Well, I suppose you're going to try to kill me now. Don't think I haven't considered it. But as long as you're not going to get in my way, it appears you've suffered enough. Well, I suppose I don't have long to live anyway. I've been cooked clean through by the radiation at this point. If you were a mere man, perhaps. What? You're only half-earthling, after all. You'd already be dead if not for your spartoy blood. Oh. I know you've become rather... disenchanted by your legacy. But there's more to your history than your father's mistakes. What do you mean? Whatever the Black Vortex might have offered you, you don't need. There are other powers, already inside you, waiting to be unlocked. Now, you're late on your delivery, but I suppose some form of payment is in order, yes? I don't want the money. No? Good. Because what I'm offering you isn't credits. What is that? A seed? Not just any, but a very rare seed indeed. Go on. Take it. Is this... Is this a Flora Colossus? The very same. The same as Groot? You'll have to come up with a title for your new companion. Uh, Alyssa Milana Jr., uh, Groot 2.0, Rocket's Revenge. Your planet has become a weapon of mass destruction, Peter Quill. Save it, or I'll shrink it down to the size of a marble and add it to my collection. I will. Thank you. And I'd say step one's pretty obvious. It's time to kick Doom's ass. How many people rose up? Several thousand. 
They marched through the streets and up the hill, led by Joanna Forge. And the Doombots, they didn't try to stomp out the resistance? The Doombots were on the same frequency as the drones. I cut off their ability to communicate with the network. So up the hill the peasants came. The doors to the stronghold were locked, but that didn't stop them. And where did they find him? He was sitting atop the throne, waiting for them. Pathetic, enjoying his final few seconds of power. He didn't try to fight them. No, he did not fight them. Of course he didn't. He was never a fighter. He had others do the fighting for him. He was a talker. He was a manipulator. That is how I first came to understand that all was not as it appeared. All transmissions, including those of Brandon Best's propaganda network, were channeled out of the same location. And all this time, no one thought to look for me? They did not need to look for you, because you were everywhere. Doom was everywhere, staring down from Mount Rushmore, collecting taxes in the streets. Ah, my mask. The mask he stole. What did the peasants do to him? There is a place known as Totem Hill. Craven used to hang trophies from his hunts there. I did my best to take care of you, right? I do provide, I do provide! That is where they took his body, what was left of his body, when they were finished with it. I hope the vultures choke on him. Soon thereafter, I returned to the ruins of the compound. I had heard you before, when I remote piloted the Doombot into the war room. It came from below, a rhythmic tapping, what I came to recognize as Morse code. I knew someone would hear me, eventually. I located the cell beneath the throne. Uh, I was beginning to think of it more as a grave. I know you are weak. I'm not weak! I apologize. I meant no offense. I am in recovery. I've spent years in a hole, collared by a power inhibitor, The strength is still inside me, awakening. I knew you were in recovery, but I needed to get you as far away as I could from Emma Frost, in case she should sense you. You have my gratitude. This marks the end of my recording history. The current entry, C1451Z20, is unfolding as we speak. Can you tell me how you ended up the prisoner of Brandon Best? Lord Doom? We had been planning for such a long time. It was an uprising against incompetence and oppression. Maybe not so dissimilar to what happened in Doomwood, but on a much larger scale. The world order was controlled by a group of authoritarians and secret police, the Avengers, S.H.I.E.L.D., Reed Richards and the Fantastic Four, Xavier and his mutants, 
They had somehow brainwashed society into believing they were heroes. But we knew better. I knew better. The bridge between scientific and occult expression is the bridge between the new and the old. I am technology. And I am the elemental. We knew of all Avengers there was one in particular who was the most dangerous to us and to them. The only way to end Bruce Banner was to make the Hulk immortal. The Chamberlain reactor didn't go into meltdown by accident. The core split and the radiation spilled out in a wave because I dropped a Hulk on it. The radiation flooded his body, supercharged him. I had created a monster without a switch. A chaos machine that would never turn off. Do you know, there is a display in the natural world known as dematic behavior. For example, the big eyes of a snake are sometimes patterned onto the wing of a moth. It amounts to a bluff. A way to scare off or distract predators. This is the case of Brandon Best. But there is also something called aposematic behavior. For example, the skunk, after rising onto its hind legs in an aggressive display, actually sprays. And the snake actually bites after shaking its rattle. Sometimes there is real violence waiting. This is the Hulk. And I should not have lingered at the Chamberlain reactor. When the Hulk emerged from the ruins, it was like a star being born. A blinding green glow. I was hovering a hundred feet in the air, but that wasn't far enough, not nearly. The Hulk leapt out of the ruins and seized me from the air. I made the same mistake as Craven in believing that I was the apex predator. That I could not be stopped. But the Hulk smashed me. He ragdolled my body with such force every bone in my body was broken. I have since learned there is wisdom in pain. Uh, put more wood on the fire. Yes, Lord Doom. Brandon Best. He was to serve as my press secretary when I claimed control of the Midwest. He was the one who found me, broken in so many places, near death. He saw his advantage, and he took it, donning the mask and the cloak, becoming a reputation he did not deserve. That is why he sought the Black Vortex, because he thought it would give him what he lacked. Not just the appearance of power, but power itself. 
But as Rocket said, play recording. You gotta make your own greatness. Indeed. Indeed. And what has come of the others, Peter Quill and Emma Frost and the rest? The last time I saw them was at the Heaven and Hellfire. The club was beyond capacity, shoulder to shoulder, with people up in the balconies and leaning in the open windows. Quill climbed up on the top of the bar. Everyone's eyes were on him when he raised a tumbler of whiskey. Hey, everybody! Okay, whoa, whoa! Hey, hey, everybody, everybody! Thanks! I know you're like me, ready to crank up the metal and party until dawn, but... Do me a favor, yeah? Let's just take a second to raise a glass. He was my best friend. I wouldn't be alive today if it weren't for Rocket. So everybody here, to my buddy, who we lost, to Rocket. You lost your family, but that never stopped you from fighting. People are saying I inspired them, but you, you're the guy who lit a fire under my ass. Well, you better keep that ass out of space and plant it right here. And there's Emma Frost. There she is. And Joanna Forge. And Cora the Recorder. We owe them all a toast and a cheer. They're the reason Doom is done. These are your new guardians. And you, to all of you who fought today, this is your win. This is your life. This is your world. Tell me, Cora the Recorder, no more secrets, no more masks. How is it that I find you as my ally? I survey worlds for possible domination and the ultimate extraction of resources. I was sent to Earth as a scout on behalf of the Rigelian Empire. I was ordered to align myself with one of the three most powerful people on Earth. And who might those be? Baron Zemo, the Red Skull, and you, Lord Victor Von Doom. Hmm. You do realize you've been allied with the other side since your arrival on Earth. Quill was merely a vehicle. He brought me to you. And now that you've found me... What is your role? I will be your assistant and chronicler. To what end? To ready Earth for the coming invasion. Huh. You will of course be rewarded for your assistance. Well, we'll see about this. But in the meantime, you'll prove useful to me. Very useful indeed. Now, hand me my helmet. Yes, Lord Doom. It has been such a long time. And how does it feel? It feels like 
do we do now, Lord Doom? Oh, isn't it obvious? We take over the world. Marvel Entertainment and Sirius XM present Marvel's Wastelanders, Old Man Star-Lord. Starring Timothy Busfield as Star-Lord and Chris Elliott as Rocket. Directed by Kimberly Sr. Original sound design and music by Mark Henry Phillips. Written by Benjamin Percy. Featuring Dylan Baker as Doom. Nadine Maloof as Cora. Patrick Page as Craven the Hunter. With Vanessa Williams as Emma Frost. And Danny Glover as Red Crotter. Additional performances in this episode by Elizabeth Francis as Joanna Forge, Quincy Tyler Bernstein as The Collector, Blake Morris as Hulk, Eric T. Miller as Brandon Best. With additional voices performed by Jordan Boatman, Kate Bergstrom, Richie Nash, and David Samuel. Produced by Jenny Radelet Mast, Brad Barton, Becca Seidel, M.R. Daniel, Larissa Rosen. Our production manager is Libby Felch. Assistant director is Josiah Davis. Casting by Elaine Aldaffer. Casting associate Lisa Donadio. Production assistants from Tatiana Duchard and Reese Munn. Our assistant engineer is Ryan Lessie. Editing by Michael Oldmark and Mark Henry Phillips. Sound design and mix by Mark Henry Phillips. Foley artists Joanna Fang and Leslie Bloom. Foley engineers Connor Nagy and Ryan Collison. Additional engineering from Nathan Rule. James Kerwood, Robert Kessler, Jim Lively, Carl Force, Camille Hoffman, Rob Sayers, Becca Fallborn, Lauren Mullen, and Roger Heiss. Original score composed by Mark Henry Phillips. Music clearance by Christine Bergren and Allison Marshall. I Want Her, She Wants Me. Written by Rod Argent. Performed by the Zombies, courtesy of Marquee Enterprise LTD. Kokomo. Written by Michael Love, Terry Melcher, Scott McKenzie, and John Phillips. Performed by the Beach Boys. Courtesy of Walt Disney Records. Production legal by Chad Russo and Ramo Law PC. Payroll services by Violet Romero of ABS Payroll. Our line producer is Alex Levine. Executive produced by Dan Buckley, Joe Casada, Sarah Amos, Stephen Wacker, Daniel Fink, Ellie Pyle, and Jill DeBuff. Special thanks to Ryan Broussard, I May Donna Kelly, Mark Montgomery, Abby Pierce, Adam Poss, Zoe Winters, Ron Richards, Mark Millar, Steve McNiven, Lydia Smith, Chris Mast, Andy Grodolution. The character of Star-Lord was created by Steve Englehart and Steve Gann. The character of Rocket was created by Bill Matlow and Keith Giffen. My name is Tim Rhodes. Marvel's Wastelanders, Old Man Star-Lord is a production of Marvel Entertainment and Sirius XM in association with Wave Runner Studios. For more information, visit marvel.com slash wastelanders. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast.